So I really wanted to make a song that had, you know, sort of this dope, you know, KB style influence, but with an important call to action at the end. There's this reality that's kind of underlying this whole song that I'm never really shy to talk about, and it's actually a big part of my philosophy. And this reality is that we're at war, we have spiritual war every day with Satan. And as Christians, it affects us all personally and individually. But at the end of the day, we can always rise in God's name and PTN, praise the name for that. My music is my ministry. Uh, I'm a vessel for God's word and for his prophecy. And I figured that if you're listening to the song, you've kept up with me this far. Let me introduce you to the man who's produced it all, God himself. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to kosciousmusic.com. Uh, besides that, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy the music. This ain't no ROTC, this the Marine Corps. Let's go here, Brown. Let's go here, 520 Collective, where music meets ministry, and the indie artists take center stage. Take a ride through my old town, oh me, oh Sean, might need both cry, ocean, tear flow down my old child, it's so broke, no hope round here, been trying to cope since like oh one, better slow down for your co-sign, you like oh Sean. What's up? Welcome to the 520 Collective Podcast. This is where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. We are in the field on the Track Stars Podcasting Network. Shout out to our family over at Track Stars. And thank you for joining us this month. It is Eric Boston. And I'm here with Nate Shelton as always. What's good, man? Hey, how's it going? How, how how's the month been for you? Oh, man, it's... uh. You know, it, it has definitely been crazy, you know, finishing up um, a grad school semester, winding down stuff at work, still just getting used to being at home way more than I am anywhere else. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's crazy, uh, but some cool stuff, some cool stuff happening as well, some good stuff with music that I'm sure we're going to talk on, so how about you? Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of the same, I mean, same, I'm in the same, but I mean, we're all in the same boat, but I'm working from home. You'd think I'd be not a lot to do with, you could work, stay at home. I just feel like I'm busier more than usual, which is crazy since we're not really able to do much right now, but I guess that's the times we live in. So it's, it, we're adjusting. Right. For sure. For sure. So... Nate, this episode of the podcast is being brought to us by Dre B. It is D-R-E-B-E-E. Dre B. Check out his new single, New Flow, which narrates the last three years of Dre B's musical evolution uh, as a recording artist, producer, and singer-songwriter from Northeast Ohio. Music is the way that Dre B expresses himself and shares his story to connect with others. So the new song, New Flow, deals with his doubts and the strength that was found to keep pushing forward. Make sure you check it out now across digital platforms. That is Dre B, B-E-E. So Nate, yeah, man, before we jump into what has had you excited over the past month, uh, tell the people where they can hit you up, follow you, all that good stuff. You, know, you can always follow me on Twitter at I am underscore Nate Dog. Uh, keep up with me on music that's dropping. You know, I interact with a lot of the artists and just got a lot of uh, good stuff going on out there. So make me make sure you follow me there on Twitter. Uh, that's that's where I do all my my music stuff. So that, you can catch me there. That's what's up, man. You guys can find me on Twitter as well. It is at Eric Boston and the number three at Eric Boston number three so nate there's was one big project as far as i'm concerned i know it's not the biggest but i i was very excited and, and anticipating and waiting for that drop during this past month and that is our guy tc the collector uh, he dropped his new album promised land it's a 10 track project a lot of good production good uh Features with some of the 520 family, Get'em J, Trutha, Mitch Durrell, Desi Yates. Uh, overall, I feel like it's a solid, solid album. You know, we've been talking with TC for a while now, rocking with them, but specifically, you know, preparing for this project. And man, I feel like he came through on it, man. The goal was to put out some music that, you know, 
took that attention that he'd been getting and, and raises it up a level and shows you know where he is within this whole Christian hip hop um, space. And I feel like Promised Land, you know, was able to, to hit those marks. Man, I'm super excited that it's out. If you haven't listened to it, I'd say go and listen to it, stream it, you know, purchase it, whatever you want to do to support TC. Now, what what did you think of the project, Nate? I thought overall it was really good. You know, a um, couple of songs really stood out to me. The, of course, Dusty Bible with Get Him J. Uh, one, though, that really um, stuck out that, you know, it wasn't one of his singles that he released, but there's track Remember. I think for me, that personally was my favorite song on the album. Uh, it was great stuff, a really great produced song. Uh, just, I think the content really struck home with me. So. Uh, that's the one that really um, that was my favorite track on the song. Yeah, man. Um, you know, talked with TC, and it was really hard for him to choose his favorite. He's like, man, they're kind of all my favorite. And uh, after hearing it as a whole, instead of like just hearing a song here and a song there, I understand why it came together really solid. So go check it out. TC Promised Land out now. Uh, Nate, what other drops came out that have you excited? Uh you know, there's a lot of, of course, uh, going back to our situation that we're all dealing with, everybody's dropping singles because they've got all kinds of time to do that with. But I think really right now, um, besides Promised Land, uh, you got, it was probably a couple weeks ago I dropped our guy Stephen Savage and Josiah Davis uh, dropped that EP that collab EP they did that was a really good one I think that's what been one of my favorite drops been one of my favorite uh, projects that's dropped so far this year if you guys haven't checked that out so you definitely need to go check that one uh, really great music they great project they put together yeah that's a uh, cinema seven right yes yeah yeah it was it was solid it was uh very interesting to see what they did you know there's a lot of talent on that project man so uh excited to see them guys do some more stuff in the future for sure oh definitely those uh steven i think i'm sure they've got somewhere on the work so definitely be on the lookout for that as well yeah and of course uh jason dropped his project brooks so um you know jason he's he's a friend of the platform we uh, talked to him recently on our honest talk interview series if you guys haven't been checking those out we have started dropping those on our anchor account uh you can also catch them on the website that is www.520collective.com where we are doing some just quick get to know you get the honest talk from some of CHH's independent artists that are coming up so that you can get to know them. Uh, if you go to anchor.fm slash 520-collective, uh, you can follow us. And every time we drop a new one, because we've got about 23 or so more that's on the way and more planned after that. So we're going to be dropping those interviews. So make sure you go and check it out. But yeah, Jason, shout out to him and his new project, Brooks. Oh yeah, that another uh, really solid project. If you want to get to know an artist really well, that's just a personal, uh, introspective look at uh, who the person Jason is. Uh, great, great stuff that he put out uh, uh, two weeks now. So another one everybody needs to go listen to. For sure, man. For sure. And Nate, you know we've been doing. Uh... You know, as always, you know, we've been doing our devotional readings as a, a staff here at 520, and I feel like each one we do, you know, it, it's pushing us further. We're, we're having good conversations. We're, um, you know, we're there's just stuff that that the spirit's speaking to us, man. Um, what is something that you took away from this past month on our devotionals that um, really hit home for you? Well, recently we did a kind of a quick short study on Romans and Timothy and you know I I mean I'm sure I'm probably not the only one but the book of Romans is probably one of my favorite books of the Bible I always get so much out of it but really um, chapter 8 I believe it was it talked about the having the spirit that lives in us the same spirit that lives in Jesus lives in us and I never really thought about it 
a whole lot, but for some reason this time it really hit me. It's like, is the same Jesus that told the storms to stop, the mountains to move, healed people, that same spirit that he had when he was here on earth is now alive in us. And it's a question that I don't, I don't know where I saw it, but it kind of was related to the devotional, but like, so if we have the same spirit, what is holding us back from being the people that uh, God wants us to be? It was just struck me between the eyes where I was like, what, how limit, how much are we limiting ourselves as Christians, not realizing the power that we have that, that God has given us? Well, I, I think it goes back to the fact that we try to figure things out um, whenever there's some stuff that we just don't, right? I mean, because on the surface, it, it's pretty simple, right? We're, we're, we're told, hey, the Son, the Father, and the Spirit, three in one, but yet we, we continue to separate them, right? Um, so when that Spirit was given to us, you know, to, to be with us and be a comforter, and then we see Christ go back home, right? He, he leaves the earth and goes back to heaven to be with the Father. Our our minds, I think, just for it to make sense, is like, okay, he's gone, it's separated, we, we have the Spirit, uh, but it's something different, right? When that's not the case. It's, it's truly the same individual in spirit form, right? It, it's Jesus in spirit form that's that's residing with us and i think that's that's a part of that problem um to try to you know address your your question there i think it's a good one it's just that you know it's it's wild like if you if you were able to step back and really look at it objectively a lot of the stuff is like man this doesn't make sense you know um and so because of that we're trying to figure it out and trying to make it make sense to us but you're right if we could you know once we grasp that and we're just confident in it even if we don't fully understand it if we say okay this is how it is and i and i trust it because this is what god said then yeah there's so much like untapped potential i think that we're missing out on um because of those reservations really right it's just it just the real the biggest question that came away with was what more as a church could we do as a body if we all collectively realize the power that we each one of us that god had given us with the gift of the holy spirit it's just you know i can't wrap my mind around it because the obviously the the potential is unlimited with with what could be done well and it goes back to the fact that on our own yeah i mean we we can't do anything really right as uh just as humans and and our flawed and broken selves however there's no limits on god and and that same god dwells with you know in us and he's able to use our brokenness to do whatever it is he wants right um and he's and he's told us you know his his plans for us are all for our good and so i think he wants to do great things through us and he's like let me let me show you but it all goes back to that matter of are we going to dwell on the fact that okay this doesn't make sense let me figure i've got to figure this out i need to know the answers or are we going to say do what you're going to do and and we're going to have faith that it's going to be great you know yeah, exactly we just we limit ourselves to what we as humans think is physically possible or you know okay well this i need to do this or this x needs to be done but i physically or mentally can't conceive how it's is possible but and we don't try to involve you know god you know seek what god is wanting how to achieve this or you know whatever it may be it's just we limit everything to our physical and human capabilities yeah we've got we've got to 
we got to come to terms with if this is what we want to happen, it's not going to be us doing it. Um, and that's, and that's another one of those, I think difficulties of the, just the human condition in general is, you know, we, we get kind of drilled into our heads from society. Oh, well, I have to do this. I have to make this happen. I have to, you know, work a thousand hours a week to accomplish what I want to do. Um, whenever God said, you can't do anything, but I can. Yeah. I mean, God said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So, I mean, think if we were, if everybody was connected 100% with, in, you know, communi- communication with God, and obviously this is perfect, not, and not going to be because Earth is, um, you know, flawed because of sin, but just the potential is there so much, and then, even then, you go back and you look at the stories of the early church and the New Testament, and all the stuff that was being done, not just miracles, but the power that they had as a early church was just remarkable. And it makes you think, what are, what are we missing as the church now that they had then that, you know, they were in communion with the Spirit. And they always, I mean, you go look through the New Testament, it's just like they were filled with the Spirit and so on and so forth and it's just like such a key component that we're missing out on our christian faith yeah yeah well i think uh one big thing that stood out to me from what you just said nate was um you know you talked about how it does you know god does say apart from me you cannot do anything and i think when you go back to the original um idea that we were talking about um with with when christ ascended and he gave us the spirit I say it goes back to our minds telling ourselves we are separated and, and we're trying to not be separated more. Well, we're, we're not. He said, you can't do anything from me. And guess what? Not only can you not do anything apart from me, I'm going to come and be with you all the time. <laughs> Just so you can do what I deem is correct, what I think is proper, what is going to fulfill the good things for your life that i have planned so i think that's the thing that i'll kind of cling to from this discussion is stop believing that we're trying to get to this place where we're in his presence all the time when we are in his presence all the time right now right um he is oh he is always with us and it's just a simple matter of being you know constant communication with uh the spirit and and jesus and you know yeah Yeah. so well and uh not to have a cheesy segue here but you know it is definitely a timeless uh type of uh situation right it's it's the ultimate of ultimates for us um and i think you know that's my not so subtle way of of transitioning into this month's song there nate uh but um well done well done right you know i try i try so (laughs) i i'm excited though to talk about this song man um you know this one came from our um podcast submission so if you got a song and you want to you know maybe hear it on the 520 podcast go to www.520collective.com and click on the submissions link and submit your songs uh, who knows? You may just show up on a future episode of the podcast. But Nate, why don't you um, give us the rundown? What's the song that we're checking out this month? The song is timeless, like you mentioned, and it's from artist Just James. He's an artist that we've recently started been working with a little bit more. You know, promoting his music. Uh, it's a pretty good song that he released. Oh, excuse me, there. And uh, think we'll get into it, and we can talk about it, and see what we thought about it for sure let's check it out and then we'll come back and discuss it on the back end man this is uh timeless by just james yeah 
My God be timeless. You can ask the whinings. No bleed shining. Coonery's finest. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Check the forecast. I see I'm raining in the weather. Ayy. Can you catch the picture? Worth more than paper. You can read it in the scripture. 66 books on the king, your highness. Exploring every facet of life, boy. Timeless. Remember that. The woman with the issue of blood. 12 years struggle, but he still showed his love. Just a touch of the garment. Got complete healing. Why we lack any faith? Tripping on our own feelings. Real. Man, it's a mystery. Really not. But we muddy up the waters like a dirty dog. Can I keep it real? We can be better Allow God to take He fully fledged Boy, he timeless The Alpha and Omega The beginning and the end Who is and who was and who is to come Yeah, that's Jesus The Alpha and Omega The beginning and the end Who is and who was and who is to come Yeah, that's Jesus for the Lord, Jesus. My mama's prayers kept me out of Satan's court. Uh -huh. Cause I was lost, not knowing where I was headed. Sin was keeping me out of the gates of heaven. Gates of heaven. Sunday mornings, early mornings, reflecting. Heard the words coming out of the reverend. Yo, he changed me, gave me a new beginning. It's cause of him that I'm no longer bound by demons. Remember Mary Magdalene, Jesus cast out seven demons. She immediately was set free. Remember cross from Galilee, Jesus set a man free up in Gadarene. You can read it in his words. That's the God that I serve. Power in the many given to the saints. And he continues to move the same day my God is. It's, it's, it's time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown, sponsored by Show Me Christ Records. All right, let's give a shout out to Show Me Christ Records in St. Louis, Missouri for sponsoring this song breakdown. Uh, go check them out, guys. ShowMeChristRecords.com. They had a great playlist where they're really supporting independent Christian hip hop. Uh, go and submit to them. You know, get your songs. You, you know, everyone wants to be on, everyone wants to get playlisted. Here's, here's an opportunity to jump on one that's growing, that's doing a lot of good things for independent CHH. It is showmechristrecords.com. So, Nate, we just listened to Timeless by Just James. Uh, you know, we were kind of talking before we jumped officially into the podcast, and I was saying, hey, I think this is going to be a great discussion on this because I feel like there are, there are good things. There are maybe areas of opportunity with this song, and there's kind of a little bit of everything in between. So I'm really excited to get your thoughts, man. What what did you think as you listened to Timeless by Just James? I thought, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it was really, it was a pretty a pretty good song. Um, some, Like you said, there's some good things and some bad things. I think, um, for me, it took me back to the hip-hop, the CHH that I kind of grew up on. kind of had that old sound to it, if uh, if that makes sense to you. Uh, so that was, uh, like, that. the lyricism was pretty good. It had a nice story to it. Uh, just talking about how uh, Jesus' love was timeless. And um, so some really good stuff there. Production, I thought, was pretty good. Um, 
for me, I think one takeaway that I could be maybe have been done a little better was the hook. Um, I didn't. I'm not sure. Um, just it kind of seemed like maybe a little off key to me, but I'm you know it just could be my ear. I'm not most in tune person musically. Um, maybe work on the hook a little bit there. Um, but overall, I think it was a pretty solid song. Okay. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from on that. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not even sure where to start. Why don't you tell me where, where you would like me to start at, Nate, and I'll give you my two cents. Huh? Well, how about you? Uh, I know you're a little better at this. You have a better ear about that than me, but maybe we could break down the production and what you thought of how it was all mixed. So, I, I mean... Uh, you know, like you were saying, you know, you were saying it's kind of got like maybe a little bit of that, a little bit of an older CHA sound. I feel like it's got a very much a CCM um, element to it. Uh, you know, I think it's one that could potentially cross over into that um, area as far as like radio play and that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's got that just that CCM feel. Uh, the production, yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, as far as the production, I mean, I wasn't blown away by the production in any means. I mean, it was good. There was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't like something that I was like, okay, yeah, oh, you know, it wasn't one of those. When I turned it on, I had to like stop and be like, oh, hold up, you know. It was just like, uh, okay, it's um, you know, I feel like it's something that I could hear in the background, and it's fine for the background, you know, if, if that makes sense. Um, but like the mix and stuff, I felt like the mix was fine, uh, for the most part there. I, I agree with you on the, um, on the hook. I feel like the hook was an area where there was a lot of opportunity perhaps, uh, to mm-hmm. explore and to push I, it a little bit further. I, I could, know. I could really see what they were trying to go with. I think it just, they didn't quite execute it strong enough to, to make it what it could have been. Yeah, I mean, like, whenever you compare, like, the verses in the song, I feel like the verses were the the best part of, of this track. Uh, you know, really good bars. Like you said, the, the message was on point. It, it, was, it was a great it was a great theme to the song. Uh, but, you know, whenever you're looking at maybe the mix from that hook to compared to the verses, it's definitely, you know, something was a little off there. Something wasn't quite on the same uh, level as the verses and I feel like also um, you know you, you have this this singing on on the hook it, it felt like maybe the singer was holding back a little bit like maybe they weren't quite as confident in what they were doing uh, or, or maybe that's just how it came across in the recording but that's that's how it I felt got that to me. feeling too yeah like yeah. I felt like they really needed to just buy in and let it out like I, like I felt like there was like this next level that that singer could take it to um but they just kept it reserved uh and i felt like that maybe did more harm than good in this particular situation because it made you know you like i said we're talking about you know the this timeless love of of jesus and, and everything i mean that's something that you know felt it from the rooftops from the mountaintops and so i I felt like if they would have just like really let it go it would have made a big difference uh you know a little bit better on the on the bridge um when it came to the singing uh but but still not quite on par with the with the verses but you know a lot of different factors could have come into play there but i really feel like it was just a maybe it, to me, it came across as maybe a confidence thing in, in that aspect. But I loved, I loved the verses. Just James, man, he's got bars. He knows how to write a verse. He knows how to uh, to deliver it. Uh, he's, you know, really impressed me in that aspect um, since we've gotten to know him and gotten to really diving into his music. Um, you know, he's he's a good MC, man. He's good. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely. And I'm not sure um, uh, how long he's been doing music, but he's definitely got a lot of potential. Uh, definitely areas of growth to improve on. Um, just maybe, like we said, tighten up a few things, work on some execution on, you know, a few other parts of the 
a song like the hook and we overall it would have been a really good song if those things had been tightened up a little bit yeah for sure shout out to our guy intellect uh for putting us on to just james and getting us connected with him uh he's i know been rocking with um those guys have been rocking together and they've got a song coming out with intellects group above the clouds with tay lamar soon so that's something to look forward to um you know i think it's going to be awesome to check it out for sure what were we saying nate oh so it's definitely uh, going to be something i'm going to be looking for when that when that drops okay yeah for sure for sure for sure so um but i want to know what the people think so you know go go on to twitter at 520chh uh go to the website go to anchor.fm slash 520 dash collective and leave us a voicemail what what did you think of just james timeless i want to know your thoughts and see if see if me and nate are just way off base or if you heard something different uh, let us know. Definitely want to hear your ideas. And Are coming you up now, that we might be wrong about something. <laughs> I mean, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. I mean, you're an expert. I'm not. So there it is. You know. <laughs> but uh, but Nate, it's, it's time. We're going to jump into the industry insider interview for this month. I'm excited about this one, man. If you're an artist, make sure you turn up. Uh, you know whatever you're listening to us on your phone your radio your computer whatever because you're about to get some information that you're going to want to hear uh this month we talked to stanley strotter from nas sect um publishing and he dropped a bunch of knowledge on placements and getting your music into television and movies and all kinds of places so if you've been thinking about how cool it'd be to hear your song in a commercial um man He's giving you the steps on how to make that happen. So definitely excited about this month's Industry Insider Interview. Stick around after this break for it. Uh, Nate, anything you got before we bounce out? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to this interview. It's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Well, you know, again, big shout out uh, to all of our sponsors and shout out to um, Just James. Make sure you go stream his song, Timeless. And stick around for our interview with Stanley Strotter. We'll see you guys next month. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective in the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective Podcast. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview, brought to you officially by Bookkeeper247.com. What's up and welcome to the Industry Insider Interview, brought to you as always by the Bookkeeper 24-7. Make sure you check them out at bookkeeper247.com for some really great coverage of CHH, whether you're looking for interviews, reviews, I mean, they got a lot more than that, guys, so check them out, thebookkeeper247.com. Joining me now on the Trackstars Podcasting Network phone line, uh, he's an artist, he's an entrepreneur, he does so much behind the scenes that like i bet the majority of you don't even know um but we're gonna find out today joining me is stanley strotter he is the head of nasect publishing what's good sir what's up man how you doing man all right you know just uh just trying to live man just trying to live so how about you got you man 
I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to literally live. Right? <laughs> I'm not going outside. <laughs> there you go. There you go. If I do go outside, I got the mask, and I'm not looking at nobody. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm getting my food, and I'm up. yeah man you do what you gotta do for sure for sure so i mean we're gonna jump into the publishing stuff here in a minute but um man a lot of people they might not know you as stanley uh like i do they might know you as prophet josiah though right yeah 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 i mean i've been i've been rapping a, a really really long time and then i've also been doing this music publishing thing a little bit less time but it's still been a long time and I just try to do what I can, man, to help people and, you know what I'm saying, serve serve the kingdom, so to speak. So what what have you got going on, man? Like, what, what's your plan, I mean, just as an artist? Um, like, what'd you come into 2020 wanting to accomplish? I mean, the main goal is to finish the album, man. So I just I just dropped a new single uh, yesterday. Um, it's called um, Everyday Wisdom. It's everywhere. Um, but the main goal is to finish the album this year I I keep trying to finish it and I just haven't been able to do it because I'm I'm so busy but hopefully God willing it will be done this year and out and available for people to get it yeah man and you've got an interesting um interesting backstory man can you give us like the maybe condensed like five minute version I mean tell us how you got into just being involved within Christian hip hop so a condensed story. This is a, it is a long story. <laughs> uh, so, so I started rapping in 1993. I'm old. So, uh, uh, it started with my dad playing tapes in the car and he was playing, he was saying back then, Christian rap wasn't as dope as it is right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, no diss to anybody I was rapping at that time, but compared to what the secular world was doing, Christian rap was not even on par with beats not on par with flows nothing and so that's what I started and at that time the goal was to just make music that was as good as what's out in the world I mean now like I mean we're, you know what I'm saying we, we have like surpassed the world so it ain't, it ain't nothing now but back then it was just like wow this is really bad <laughs> so I mean I mean that's how I got started and um, I mean I started with a group called Prophets and then we went from like 93 or like 95 to like 2002. Then I went solo and I just started making music off and on by myself. And I kind of like taking a break in like 2011. And then um, uh, my cousin got murdered in uh, 2016. And when that happened, I felt like I was called me to make music again. And I was kind of hesitant to do it at first. Like, uh, I'm feeling like too old to be in this climate of rap. I don't, I don't think I'm going to really fit. So I kind of stepped back, but I just felt like God just kept telling me to do it, to do it. So I jumped back out and I just started doing it again. And I'm really only doing it because he's telling me to do it. It's kind of weird. Like most people rap because they want to rap. Like I don't necessarily want to rap. I'm rapping because I don't want to be disobedient. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like you say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too scared before God. Like, yo, you didn't do what I said. Yeah, I just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> That's not the being my story. <laughs> In fact, my album, I'll give you the name of it. The album is actually called God Made Me Do It. <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So yeah, man, you've, you've put in a lot of work. Obviously you've, um, you know, you got connected with track stars, uh, doing stuff on that end. Um, so man, you, you've, I feel like you got, you're, you're one of those guys who have done a lot for CHH that maybe people just don't even recognize, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's these guys that move behind the scenes. Um, but I feel like the, the work that they do and the effort that gets put in is very valuable to the community. I mean, do you feel like that about yourself? No, uh, <laughs> you know, it's always weird with some, I mean, it's cool, like, for you to say that, but it's weird for me to be like, yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff, like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm doing a lot of stuff for, I'm doing a lot of stuff because I feel like this is what needs to be done, and I feel like, 
I feel like Christian people need to make money making music so that we can so that we can reach more people. If we reach more people, more people get saved, more people get saved, the world changes. If uh, if Christian people have money, Christian people could buy stuff, people you understand know, people could put stuff in the ministry, they could put stuff in the churches, they can afford things that maybe you understand know, secular power excuse me, they can afford things that secular counterparts already can have and we don't have it yet. So I'm just trying to help people make money, help people to be encouraged, help people to do whatever they need to do so that God's purpose can be fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what I'm trying to do. If you if you if you see that and go, Oh yeah, he's doing that, then great. That means I'm on the mark and that's where I'm trying to be. For sure, for sure. And I wanna jump into exactly how you're doing that. Uh, but before we do like if people want to support you as Prophet Josiah, they want to pr- support the the music. How do they go about it? What's the best way? Yeah, so the best way to support me, um, probably the number one way is to go to my Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Prophet Josiah. That's P-R-A-F-I-T. Uh, Josiah, just like it's spelled in the Bible. Um, I'm everywhere online, Prophet Josiah. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Spotify. My website is ProphetJosiah.com. Actually, I actually just finished a brand new website, so that's up right now. You can go there, and that will basically link you everywhere else that I'm at. That's what's up. So make sure you guys go hit that up. Prophet Josiah across the board. Support the music. Uh, support the album when it drops. All that good stuff. It's, it's all for the kingdom for sure. Um, and guys, joining me again on the Track Stars Podcast Network, Stanley Strader. We're going to jump into um, what he's done to help people within Christian hip hop, Christian music in general. You know, get on par with the uh, with the mainstream, be able to make money like he was talking about, and you did that with the form of Nasdaq, correct? Correct. The company is called Nasdaq Publishing, and uh, it's basically a music publishing company, uh, which 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 the goal is to is to get people's music to make money outside of record sales, to make money outside of uh, streaming. And um, to basically make money from a licensing your music so that other people can use it in TV, commercials, uh, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you hear music outside of iTunes. <laughs> right, for sure. Well, and so you said that you wanted to make sure you were helping um, Christian artists be able to do this. What, um, what kind of pointed you in the direction of, hey, this is the way you're going to do that? Yeah, um... I mean, one, because, I mean, Christian people typically don't, I mean, musicians in general typically typically don't know anything about music publishing. It's like a big mystery to them. And so it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a great way to make money. And a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people don't know about it. And a lot of people are missing out on the income that can come in from that. And so... I'm trying to just fill a hole, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a big, gigantic hole where people are not making money from this. So it's like, why not teach people how to do it and help them get money into their pockets to be able to do it? Plus, this is what I went to school for. So it's like, I went to school to learn about the music business. Um, I went to school to learn about basically the ins and outs of the business and how it works. And I got stuck on publishing. And ever since I learned about what publishing is and what it does and how much money you can make, that's just where I just started to live at. Like, oh man, this, this is this is awesome. And I was doing it before, you said not necessarily for Christian people. And I'm I'm still not necessarily doing it for Christian people per se. I'm just doing music publishing, but I'm targeting Christian people because I feel like like we need this the most. Um you know, so that's what it is. Gotcha, gotcha. So obviously, there's a lot in, that's involved in the world of publishing. You know, you, you were talking about how it's you know it's not something that's easy to understand. If you're trying to break it down uh, for an artist that reaches out to you, like what do you say to them? How do you explain it to where they're like, okay, and, and they're kind of riding with you on it? Yeah. So essentially, music publishing, like I said is you making income from your money outside of what you normally do. So artists normally to make money from their music, um, you put it on iTunes, uh, you sell it, 
stream it, you put it on YouTube, um, you do shows to make money. Um, some people even know a little bit about, you know, ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC, where they pay you royalties for your songs being played on the radio. That's a little bit of publishing as well. Um, what, what I'm doing is I'm taking your song and I'm licensing it for use in TV and film and commercials. And so you get paid a upfront fee for the use of the song. And then additionally, you get paid back in royalties that will come through through ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. So for instance, just to give you like an example, uh, some years ago, I worked with a songwriter. Um, and the songwriter had a song that was in the Super Bowl commercial. This is when I first, first started out. And um, the company that was doing the commercial sent out an email to all the people that own the song. So I got an email because we were part of the song. Um, the email said, hey guys, we want to license this song. Um, and we were thinking about paying, um, I think it was like 300000 to use the song for like 45 seconds or so. So I'm reading the email and, you know, um, I thought it was a typo. This is my first time seeing an email like this. So I was like, oh, they must have meant 30000 Like, they didn't mean to write 300000 That doesn't sound right. So I started to reply back and say, is this a typo? But I said, you know what? I'm not going to reply back because they, they sent it to a bunch of people at the same time. So I said, I'm just going to wait and see what the other people say. So, so everybody chimed back in and said, yeah, you know, 300000 sounds fair. <laughs> I just was like, what? <laughs> This is like legit. <laughs> so when I saw everybody chime back in, I chimed in too. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's so fair too. <laughs> and 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 like that was my first little sneak peek at like, oh wow, like this this is a lot of money for one song to be played for forty five seconds, and then I could take that same song and license it a hundred other places. And make money over there too. So it's not even like when you license it once, you can only make money off of it once. You can license it over and over and over repeatedly and just keep making money from it. And then they also have to pay you royalties on the back end. Man, that's why all these people are rich because of publishing. Not because of, not because their Spotify streams around 10 billion. Like it's because they're getting publishing money from, from TV, film, and, um, you say ads. Gotcha. And this is something that we are seeing, um, I think kind of increase, maybe it's becoming, um, maybe it's just becoming a little bit more out there for us to see. Cause I mean, you know, you got Derek Miner and the guys at RMG that's been doing a lot of placements. They're killing too. it. Yeah. Um, they're killing it. Reach is too. Who, who's that? Reach records. They're killing it oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. They're getting a lot of placements over there. Yeah. And I feel like, um, Christian hip hop specifically, like it's in a unique place, I think, to really benefit from uh, these placements, right? I mean, you got you don't have to worry Absolutely. about the content, Absolutely. right? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, like Christian hip hop is in a really good place because you know, for better or for worse, you know, people may like or dislike whatever I'm about to say, but because. A lot of our music right now is not like super Jesus-y. Like every other word is like Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's it's just positive, clean music. That positive, clean music can get placed in a in a Nike ad, or you know what I'm saying that can get placed in a in a TV show where people won't be offended by it. And then people listen to the song on the on the, on the show or on the ad. They pull out their phone, they shazam it. And now they're back on your Spotify page, and maybe that's where all your Jesus music is. <laughs> and now they're like, "Oh snap! Boom! Hitting the face of the gospel." But but their first their first initial contact with you was something that they heard on TV, and they're like, "Oh man, this is awesome! What is this?" And then, so I think it's introducing a lot of people to to our music that would otherwise not hear it. Okay. So it's not like we're really getting the heavy, heavy airplay like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. So I'm an independent Christian hip hop artist, and I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, okay, cool. This definitely sounds like um, something that if I can get 
plugged in. It's going to be a benefit from me. What do I need to know up front? Like, what, what's it going to take on my end to get that ball rolling? Chris, there's a few things. Uh, uh, one is you have to own your music. Uh, publishing is all about ownership, and it's all about it's about ownership and making sure that you control the rights to your song. So right now, a lot of people buy beats from online companies. Well, if you bought that beat from that company, you don't actually own that beat. The person that made the beat leased it to you, but they're still the owner of that beat. So if if uh, licensing is something you want to get into, that's something you want to talk to the person that you're buying the beat from to let them know, hey, I'm interested in using this beat and my song for possible placements in the future. You want to make sure that that person is already on board before you buy the beat. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So I that's mean, where a couple sites. So so that's where whenever we hear people talk about leasing and exclusives and the difference in pricing, that that's where all that comes in, correct? Uh, possibly. Um, just because you have an exclusive beat does not mean that you own the beat. It means that you have an exclusive lease or you have an exclusive license used to be. All that means is that the person you bought it from will not sell it to anyone else. Hope, um, <laughs> but that person still owns the beat. That beat, the copyright to that beat, the ownership of that belongs to them. And so, whenever that song needs to be licensed, we're going to have to talk to that producer, and then we're going to have to talk to the songwriter because both of you two came together, and you both own that particular song. So now, there's some sites out there that exist where you can. Um, where they actually allow you to pitch music for like TV and film. You just have to, you just have to read the fine print. So like you have to go to the website, go to the boring part of the site where it says what your rights are and read what that actually says. Sometimes it says you cannot pitch this without calling me first. Sometimes it says you can do whatever you want to do with this, including TV and film. And all you have to do is just give me credit. So you want to make sure you read the fine print, read the credits. Or work with somebody that you know. So, like, let's say, let's say that Jason Bordeaux is a producer and he makes the beat. Well, if me and him collab on a track, I know him, so I can just call him and be like, "Yo, I want to pitch this for um, you know, like for this commercial or whatever. How you feel about that?" And then we just come up with an agreement that said we're gonna split it fifty-fifty. We work together and we get it popping. If you go to a website where they're selling thousands and thousands and thousands of beats. After the fact, they might not respond to your email because they're just too busy. And so you're sending them an email, hey, I want to do something such with this beat. And you might not get a response because, you know, like that's not, that's not really what they're into right now. They're into selling beats and making money. So that's why you want to find that stuff out ahead of time before you buy the beat. If that's something that you're interested in doing. Okay, cool. And then, so whenever I'm looking at that end, like, you know, I find out about NASSECT, like, okay, these guys can help me. I go to approach you. What do I need to come to you prepared to do? Okay, so like I said, you want to you you, um, uh, come to me knowing for a fact who made the beat, like who that person is, do you have their email address, their phone number, so we can contact them so they can sign off and say that they're down to do this with you. Um, another thing is make sure that, that your song doesn't have any samples in it. If the song has a sample in it, that means there's another copyright owner because that sample came from some other song that somebody else wrote and their ownership is in that. So if you have a song with a sample in it and we try to give it to somebody else to put on TV, that person that owns that sample is going to watch the commercial and be like, yo, we didn't sign off on that. Who is this? What's going on? We want our money. So that's a, a real quick way to get sued. So make sure you got songs that don't have any samples in it. Um, and just make sure the music is good. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Um, also, recognize the audience that, that like we are trying to reach. Um, we're trying to reach like secular audiences for the most part. So when you listen to songs and TV and movies and shows on Netflix, what type of music do you hear? That's the type of music that we need. So it doesn't have to be raunchy or whatever like that, but if every other verse is, yo, you need to get saved, yo, this song is about Christ and you need him or whatever, that's like very limiting because that can only get placed in most likely like a Christian movie 
And even then, a lot of Christian movies don't have a lot of hip-hop in them. So, that song's probably not going to get placed. But a song about love, a song about any emotion that is, like, super heavy. Like, oh, I'm, like, really, really angry. I'm, like, really, really happy. I'm, like, so, so in love. Like, any emotion that you can think of or, um, you know, saying songs that are really um, empowering, uplifting, that make you want to move, that make you want to exercise, you know what I'm saying? Anything like that has a lot of energy, those songs work well too. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And then I think you, you hit on um, something briefly there that maybe is a little overlooked just because of how the music has shifted, but you were talking about like BMI and ASCAP and looking at radio play. Um, can you talk about that just for a moment? Like, I think that that's still relevant and, and it's maybe an opportunity that a lot of artists just don't even look at just because of, you know, streaming and just the way that music's consumed now. Yeah. So, um, and actually BMI, ASCAP and CFAC have actually evolved as well. So like they actually now collect income from streaming. So it would behoove you to, um, Register your titles on BMI, ASCAP, and CSEC. And all that means is um, um, you register with the site, you sign up with the site, and then you register your song titles. And then when your song is played on Spotify, your song is played on TV, when your song is played um, on an ad or wherever, um, if it gets picked up, oh, and also when it gets played on the radio. So like if you, if you happen to have a song that starts getting massive airplay on the radio and it gets picked up in the sample, they'll actually pay you a royalty um, pending, um, you know, the time of day it was played, um, how long it was played. And so they have all these different variables that, that they put together to come up with how they pay you. But essentially, you just register your title and if your song gets played somewhere, you're going to get paid. Nice. Is that, is that something that NASDAQ would be able to help an artist with? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I mean, like right now, you could even go to my YouTube page. And I have videos up that like walk you through how to um, that walk you through how to register your titles on ASCAP, BMI, and CSEC. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, like step by step. It's like, yo, click here, do this. Click here, do that. Yeah, man. So basically, what you're saying is that artists definitely need to be reaching out to you, or at least checking out you know, the content that you are putting out, you, you talked about, you got these videos and stuff on YouTube. Where, where do people find those? Yeah. So, so you want to go to, um, uh, youtube.com, uh, forward slash NASSEC. I'm online everywhere at NASSEC. So N-A-Z as in Zebra, S as in Sam, E as in Echo, C as in Charlie, T as in Tango, everywhere. NASSEC on YouTube, yeah, um, NASSEC on Twitter, NASSEC on Instagram, and of course the website is NASSEC.com. So that's N-E-G-S-E-C-T.com. And all the links to everything is on my website. Awesome. So make sure you guys hit up, uh, I would say maybe go to YouTube, check out some of those videos, uh, you know, get kind of some good background knowledge and then reach out, hit them up on the website. Um, you know, see how NASDAQ can help take your music to that, that, that next level. I think, you know, you guys are all doing music because you want to make something out of it, right? You're not just doing it for fun, for a hobby, even though you might enjoy it. Uh, why not, you know, treat it like a business? Why not get the most out of it as you possibly can? And Stanley and, and the team at NASDAQ are definitely ones that can help make that happen. Uh, man, anything that you want to hit on? before we jump out of here sir yeah so um also just wanted to add that i mean the services are basically free so there's no upfront cost to work with me i collect my money on the back end so i only get paid when we do something so like there's no charge for me to represent your songs and to try to get them placed in the world of licensing and, and uh pitching and video games or whatever like that the only time I get paid is when you get paid. So I have a very super high incentive to make it work. 
you know what I'm saying? It's not like you pay me like a monthly fee and then I could just sit back and chill and I'm still making money. Like if I sit back and chill, nobody makes money. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's another thing to throw in there. Cool. So, so really it's, um, there's, there's not a lot of risk for these guys to hit you up and, and look to work. There you go, man. You, you, you can't beat that guy. So hit him up again. It was NASSECT, N-A-Z-S-E-C-T dot com. And you find him on social media as well. So, uh, hit it up. Take a look. And, uh, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. There's a dash between the NAS and the SEC. So, oh, okay. There's a dash like in the phone number. So it's N-A-Z dash S-E-C-T dot com. There you go. I, I stand corrected, guys. Make sure you throw that dash in there. N-A-Z-S-E-C-T dot com. Um, yeah, get out there. Correct. Get your get your music placed. And, and let's let's continue to grow this uh, space that we call CHH. Uh, you know, a lot of people like Stanley that is, you know, they're, they're wanting you to win. Because it means that the, means that the kingdom's winning. So, uh, let's, That's it. We all win. Exactly, exactly. So reach out, hit them up. Stanley, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join us on the podcast. Um, I, yeah, I no feel problem. like it won't be the last, man. I think we're going to have more questions in the future that we're going to need you to answer. Okay. Well, I'm here. <laughs> I definitely ain't going to be in the corner nowhere anytime soon. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so once again, give a big shout out to our industry insider interview sponsor, the bookkeeper 247.com. Hit them up. Big shout out to the rest of our episode sponsors, and we will see you guys next month.